0: Hi, Evan. Hi, Beth. Well, it's my turn to do the intro, so I've been thinking about what to do the intro about for like most of this afternoon, and uh, I haven't come up with an intro bit, but I did think of what song I would sing if I was doing karaoke.
1: Okay. I'm very interested.
0: I think I would do Africa.
1: What song, Africa?
0: You know, Africa by Is Toto. that how it
1: goes? Africa. Yeah, that's it.
0: You know, you, I'm not gonna sing in what the intro. Can you? Can, I, you, just can don't you want comment? You. I just ate a cheese stick. What do you?
1: Oh, sorry. You just ate a you cheese stick, so now you can't sing. <laughs> how...
0: I can't sing because of the dairy <laughs> of the cheese stick. <laughs> you know the song. No. Anyway, what is Anyway, um, that's the intro. <laughs> Welcome to Selfie Evaluation, a okay, podcast. Uh,
1: just as far as I'm concerned, it's gonna take a lot to get me away from <laughs> this topic. <laughs> Yeah. yeah i don't think
0: like a hundred men There's or more nothing that a hundred men or
1: more could ever do to <laughs> keep me from getting you to sing this song
0: yeah well god bless you i guess anyway <laughs> this is self-evaluation a podcast that's not about karaoke and it's about the 2014 sitcom selfie on abc starring john Cho and karen Gillen.
1: it was here today and gone tomorrow And by that, I mean it only ran for 13 episodes.
0: But a really great 13 episodes, which is why we're still talking about it four years after it went off the air.
1: What are we doing today?
0: Today, we are going to be doing our commentary episode on the episode of Selfie that we recapped last week, which was called Imperfect Harmony.
1: Karaoke played a big component in that episode, which is why Beth had this wonderful little factoid that she decided to share with us um i will try to get her to sing again in the outro but until then please listen to her lovely vocal stylings in this theme song
0: hey listen to me talk about selfie canceled by abc in 2014 evaluating selfie we're still hoping for season two so what are we going to talk about today
1: you say that like you don't have anything planned.
0: Yeah, that's <laughs> that's exactly. I'm in the middle of a move, so, you know.
1: I thought you would have moved by now.
0: Now I have moved.
1: Are you in your new place? Yeah. It looks like your old place.
0: No, it doesn't because I have a door now. I didn't used to have a door.
1: What, but like before, it, there was a doorway there, correct? Yeah. Yeah, in yeah, that yeah, exact spot. But, no door. but okay. no door. Well, to me, it looks like you're <laughs> at your old place, but you've installed a door.
0: And see... Now that painting is hanging on the wall instead of just being propped on top of a bookcase. Maybe, so lots uh, of big changes in my life.
1: <laughs> this is the same apartment. No, it's not. Are gaslighting me?
0: No, I'm really not. This is a new place.
1: You did some minor renovation around this room <laughs> and you're trying to pass it off as an entirely new apartment. Anyway.
0: Okay. So what are we going to talk about?
1: You really don't have anything prepared.
0: Um, I have... Uh... No, these are my old notes. <laughs> I was going to pretend I had new notes, but they are they are from the last one.
1: Okay, well, I do have something to talk about, and I just came up with it, because that's how I okay. do this podcast. One of the aspects of last episode that we really uh, focused in on was that this episode felt kind of like part of a larger whole. Yeah. That if you took Imperfect Harmony and um, the episode that preceded it followed through, mm-hmm. there was just a really strong continuity between mm-hmm. the two of them. And over Thanksgiving, I saw a rom-com okay, called What's Your Number? And then I saw, like, the Christmas Switch last night.
0: Princess Switch?
1: Whatever. Starring what Vanessa
0: Ann Hudgens? Yeah. Is that it? I haven't watched it, but uh, Netflix keeps recommending it to me.
1: Just do it. Just give in, that.
0: Okay. Is it actually good?
1: No. Okay.
0: <laughs> so it's not good, but it's, like, enjoyable because it's bad? Is it?
1: Watch it with friends. Okay. I probably will. The- my whole point is that I've been thinking a lot about rom-coms. Okay, yeah. And I just kind of wanted to discuss if you think that Selfie could possibly come back as a movie because I mm. think that if Selfie was going to be revived, and this is we sort of touched on this the last time we did a commentary, we talked about like how could Selfie realistically come back? I sort of want to talk through what if this is the what if this is the way that it came back
0: we haven't we haven't talked about it being a movie yeah that's kind of weird we talked about it being a musical we talked about it being like a netflix new series but we haven't talked about it actually as a movie
1: because i think if we want john show and karen gillen back which i think we both do yeah this is kind of what they're doing right now
0: that's true hmm okay so what's your question just what parts of the show would we do you think that's plausible i think it's very plausible yeah
1: okay so here we are we are um i believe we have three episodes left yeah so this might be a little premature but i think with 10 episodes behind our belts as the same that's not thing. the same <laughs> no yeah you put things you put things behind your belt you finish something okay so um i believe the etymology is scribes back in the day they would write on scrolls and once a scribe had like penned or like chronicled and finished up up, up a papyrus or a scroll they were rolled up and they place it under their belt, and that's why, when we've accomplished a task, we put it under our belt.
0: Okay, I can't tell if you actually know that or you just made that up right now.
1: What sounds false about it?
0: I don't know. i i've just, I just, I don't know. That's why would you? Okay, that's true?
1: just believe. I think just believe me.
0: Okay, I'm fine. I believe you. Okay. Uh, now I've ten lost episodes my train of under our I'm belt. Okay. 10 episodes, yes. So, the question is, is it plausible as a rom-com?
1: You said yes. Yes. Now my question is, what beats are we preserving to put into the rom-com?
0: What beats from the show we want to hit in a movie?
1: I mean, I think we've acknowledged that the 13 episodes as they stand, and, and we haven't like gotten to the end yet, but I think we can say with some confidence that like it, it didn't wrap up with the conclusiveness that we would have liked. Mm -hmm. That being said, knowing what we know, if this is maybe the first half or the first two-thirds of what the movie would have been, are there any beats that have taken place in an episode that we would also want in the movie?
0: Okay, so I think if you're doing a movie, you still need to set up what's their relationship at the beginning. So definitely still some kind of incident with Eliza where she realizes she needs help from Henry. Henry offering to help her. Probably... I mean, it wouldn't necessarily have to be exactly the same as in the first episode, but, you know, some kind of situation where... You probably have to have multiple situations where Eliza kind of backslides, you know? Where, like, mm-hmm. she's making progress, she backslides, you know? Then I think... Yeah, I guess, do we want to keep it close to the show, or...?
1: I think that we want to, if okay. only because it, this is supposed to be, like, selfie the movie. Okay. But at the same time, I feel like we're gonna have to cut a lot of the fat... Because, because it, well, it no would be way... like
0: a four and a half hour long movie if you just took all the episodes and put them together. Right. So you just have to cut like half of the stuff.
1: Uh like for example, this is another question. Are do we keep both Freddie and R- R- Rachel?
0: <laughs> We've already forgotten her name, Julia. Julia? <laughs> feels very on brand for her that we've already forgotten who she is after one episode no she's she's even in this one uh do Do we we keep keep them them? both um i feel like it mm, i was gonna say it might make more sense if henry was already dating julia but i feel like that's part of the story is Mm. her like trying to set him up and then him meeting her i feel like if it's a movie yeah, you don't want to like introduce a new relationship and then have it end and then start a new one all in a movie, I feel like. So maybe Julia is more like just a possibility and he's like weighing it between him and Eliza but not like having him actually date her.
1: I mean, I, I the thing is that I really like that part of the show where Henry and Julia are dating and then he's like, oh, we're so like simpatico, we're so like in sync with one another but realizes that that's not what he wants or needs i actually think that's really cool so So that's what i'm I'm saying
0: so maybe he comes in with julia already
1: but i think that you make a good point that i like i I think it's a this is like a really classic trope the whole oh i'm gonna set you up with someone so that you're no longer an option for me Mm -hmm. even if that's not necessarily the case here eliza is very sincerely trying to set henry up with people But then she's like, oh, no, like, what have I done? I, th- what I wanted, I've, like, I've made I've made a terrible mistake, to quote yeah. a sitcom I don't like very much. It's the rest of development. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I've only seen the first that's, season.
0: So, okay. So if we were making a movie version, Eliza, some kind of thing happens to her. She goes to Henry for help. He starts helping her. So, I mean, that's that could very easily be, like, montaged, you know, the first little bit of that. Maybe have a couple of these kind of bigger events because i feel like them going to sam saperstein's house was kind of an important beat We're like do you, they had do you to spend time that? together i don't know i don't know if i want to keep them going to his house or just like i would cut have some other way of getting to that point but i feel like it was important because that was like the transition point from them being like mentor and mentee to them being friends
1: i think there's a way of keeping that in the office because yeah. i think I think you want to establish, like, a sort of continuity within whatever it is that you're doing. Mm -hmm. Um, And so within the film, to have it all of a sudden be, like, this switch in setting to, like, this ranch house, I think would be a little jarring. I think that whatever takes place, it it takes place within the office. Mm
0: -hmm. Or, yeah, some kind of office-related thing. Well, I guess that was kind of office-related, but I don't know. I I also felt like that was an important moment for Henry, like, him whole, like, uh, having to come to terms with the fact that, like, trying to control everything is actually making things worse. I think there is a, probably a way to transition that so that it's not just like and then they went to this villa for a bit or whatever.
1: So here's another thing. I don't remember the last 3 episodes of this show almost at all. Oh, okay. Just like completely like it's it's blank as far as I'm concerned. I've like I know what happens in the very 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 last scene. Mm-hmm. But that's about it. But I love these past two episodes and I would want to keep them in as much as possible of course it wouldn't be like 44 minutes out of this like hour and 45 minute movie or whatever Mm -hmm. Uh, i just think they're really really good is there a way like could it could the movie feasibly be more or less these 13 episodes but with a more satisfying conclusion
0: um i think so but i think yeah i think you'd i guess you just cut out a lot of the um subplots that have to do with other characters So, like, Charmony kind of has a whole thing, you know, Terrence kind of has a thing. Terrence Terrence had, like, see Terrence (laughs) I mean, even the whole thing with, like, Larry and his wife and stuff like that. I feel like if we're boiling it down to just, like, a standard rom-com movie, you you basically cut out those things. And then, if you're just focusing on Henry and Eliza, like, that might be, like, two hours.
1: I'm asking you a lot of questions. So, after this is done, maybe we can switch things around a little bit. You have watched My Fair Lady. Yes. My Fair Lady has been adapted to film Mm -hmm. and was originally musical. So it's just Mm -hmm. like a condensed, like easily digestible, like, you know, one and done piece of media. Okay. Yep. yep. With that in mind, what are the major divergences outside of like making it more modern that Selfie has from from My Fair Lady? Hmm. Like what's to stop this from being just... What's to stop a movie of Selfie just being like a slavish, beat for beat kind of like, oh, we, you know, but it's like Henry and Eliza, it's John Cho and Karen Gillan, you know, uh, here, but it's at a pharmaceutical company.
0: I'm not sure I understand the question.
1: What's, what's to stop, what's, like, what are the main differences? If Selfie was going to become a movie, mm-hmm. what are the main differences from that and just an actual, like, My Fair Lady, like, straight remake? Or a- adaptation?
0: I don't know. I, I feel like that might be part of the marketing of the movie if it was going to happen, is they'd be like, this is a modern My Fair Lady. You know, like maybe even keep in some of the like music parts of it, you know, because like music has played a role in the show. Yeah, I guess it's fairly similar. I guess just My Fair Lady is like not as like upfront about being like a romantic comedy. Like it's more of just a comedy and the romance is like, Maybe there, maybe not, in my reading of it. Interesting. It's more about, like, it's more about, like, class differences and things like that and, like, figuring those things out.
1: So, you're saying if Selfie is My Fair Lady with a twist, the twist is that there's more romance.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I would say that. Interesting. I don't know. Could be wrong on that. I could be misreading My Fair Lady, but, like, I don't see My Fair Lady as, like, number one, a romance. But, yeah, I I feel like that is a good point, though, that, like, if we're going to make it into a movie it would probably actually more closely follow the original plot of My Fair Lady. Mm -hmm. Like him kind of discovering, I guess in My Fair Lady, he more discovers her and realizes that she has a problem rather than the other way around. But then she kind of comes back for help after she finds out that like her voice is a problem, basically. So then she comes to ask for help. And then there's like a whole bunch of stuff having to do with like Her getting used to his style of life and them, like, getting used to each other and things like that, which I feel like is sort of what the bulk of Selfie is about. It's just, like, them kind of making these little compromises. And then, in the end, she kind of has to decide between going with Freddie. Like, in My Fair Lady, she has to decide between going with Freddie and staying with Henry Higgins.
1: Oh, okay. I don't want to ask any more questions. I have okay. one. Is there anything that you wanted to talk about from this past episode?
0: Yeah, I think... I mean, we, we talked about it when we recapped it, but I feel like this is probably, like, the most emotionally engaged, maybe, episode, where, like, it really dives into, like, what Eliza and Henry are both feeling, which up until this point has been only hinted at or implied, whereas in this one that's, like, actually spoken about. hmm So... I do feel like it sets up the rest of the short season to be more intense, I think, emotionally because you already know where everyone's at, kind of. I don't know why I brought that up. Uh, I, I think guess it easier think... <laughs> for next episode. Well, I episode. mean, if we're thinking about, like we traditionally do in this episode, we're thinking about, like, had Selfie not ended at episode 13, like, how would this have influenced the course of things? And I feel like this episode is what, like, flipped it from being more comedy, less romance. And now it's kind of flipped where it's more romance, less comedy. Like, the comedy's still there, but it's, like, definitely switched over to be much more, like, emotionally investing at this point. I don't mm-hmm. know. No, so. that makes
1: sense. And I, I think that's always, like, a... We- I think that's a difficult pivot. And I know that it's a hard balance to strike. Like, mm-hmm. I have... Well, I mean, he had some weird opinions. But I had a friend who did not like Scrubs because he thought that Scrubs, the whiplash was too strong.
0: Hmm. That it was like too serious and then too funny? Scrubs was
1: at its heart of a comedy, it had mm-hmm. very funny jokes, but then like really serious emotional beats because it took place in a hospital and people died. Yeah. So I, and, and especially. When it's a show like like Selfie, where like right out of the gate it's a comedy. Yeah. You, like you look at the trailer for the pilot, it's a comedy. It's just like how long can it sustain itself if it's sort of going this route, where it's just like, oh, like they really love each other, but they're you know it's so hard. She, they're in relationships with the wrong people.
0: Mm-hmm. What's the question?
1: Uh, I well, you're saying that it that it's it's setting things up to be more emotional.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: How long can it sustain okay. that yeah. tone?
0: And and I think we will kind of see that in the last few episodes is that like they kind of have to bring it to some kind of like understanding at least for them to be able to move forward without it just like having everything kind of weighed down but I think if they'd had more than three episodes to work with I don't know if they might have stretched this like tension out longer of them like not understanding each other or understanding each other but like not wanting to deal with the consequences of that you know I feel like they did kind of wrap it up because it was like, well, we don't want to end it with it, like, depressing. It was kind of like um, when I watched the movie 500 Days of Summer, but I watched it on an airplane, and I had my flight land before I finished it, and it was, like, a real, real bummer.
1: I did that with Monsters University.
0: (laughs) And it was a real, real bummer.
1: Where it's just like, oh, we are expelled, I guess? (laughs) I don't know. They, like, okay, spoilers for Monsters University. (laughs) Mild spoilers for 500 Days of Summer. Major spoilers for Monsters University. Okay, okay. Um, At the end, they, like, fail the competition, right? Like, they get kicked out of school.
0: I don't even remember. I think I also watched that on a plane.
1: (laughs) Yeah, well, the whole idea is that, like, they don't, they can't hack it at university, but they start working in the mailroom at this company, and then they, like, work their way up. Like, Sully becomes a scarer, and Mikey becomes his little lackey peon <laughs> sort of person
0: <laughs> assistant I don't know yeah what is his role anyway that's not important right now so I want to say and this is just I'm totally making this up here but I want to say that if this had even been a full what's a full season like 20 episodes
1: average episode of a 20 whatever minute sitcom is 20 24 at max
0: so say they'd gotten let's just say 10 more episodes past the thirteen that actually exist.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: How many of those episodes do you think they would have used to like sort through this situation? Like Eliza, Freddie, Henry. I guess Julia's out of the picture now. Maybe not though. If they'd wanted to like stretch it out longer. Hmm. I don't know. Two. Two episodes. Okay. Maybe three. And then, how do you think it would have resolved itself? With well, them be- going back to being friends, or? I mean, you
1: know, you know how I think the first and second seasons of this show should go.
0: But let's say they only got one season. Just finished one season.
1: Well, Okay, well then it... But, okay, so for for listeners who are maybe hopping in here, weird choice, um, (laughs) let me just uh, reiterate how I believe Selfie should have gone. I believe that the first season should have ended with them getting together, Mm -hmm. and the second season should have started with them having broken up for some time. So really, it's the same. Really, the first season still ends with them getting together. It's just it's there's just no like second downer (laughs) kind of.
0: Okay, that makes sense to me. Yeah. Anyway, you had something else you wanted to talk about?
1: Okay, so you know how Disney is making money hand over fist with every Marvel Marvel movie that they put behind their belt. Yeah. There's this whole idea and like everyone's trying to do it. Everyone's like, "Oh, is there an, is there a post-credits scene? Is this is there a possibility of a sequel? Is this part of like a larger universe?" Everyone like mm-hmm. uh, universal tried to make something called their dark universe with their universal monsters. The Wolfman was supposed to be the first movie and then it didn't do that well. And then the Mummy was supposed to be the first movie and it also didn't do that well. So, I don't know what's going to happen. Maybe they should just start stop casting old guys they just kept casting like old people like they cast like tom cruise as the mummy guy and um they cast like russell crowe as uh dr hyde and like johnny depp as the invisible man and javier javier bardem as like frankenstein's monster and it's like these i don't know it just seems weird to build a universe around like old people (laughs) uh that's okay. besides the point.
2: Yeah, all right.
1: Uh, I, so there's, there's this whole idea of, like, people enjoy a sense of continuity. They enjoy a sense mm-hmm. of connectivity in their yeah, media. Okay. Um, and in fact, this is another cool thing. Uh, the Russos, who are, should be releasing the Infinity War trailer at some point,
0: okay. they directed
1: Infinity War. Yeah, and, all right. uh, some Anyway, the Russos are planning on doing sort of like this, like a global, they're trying to create like a global television universe where there will be, like, oh. different TV shows playing in different countries okay. that will all have, like, loose narrative threads between them, hmm. which is fascinating, which is yeah. so cool. Huh. Um Okay. And, yeah. and this, but this is also very genre-specific. Mm-hmm. This large scale kind of like this is a universe, as as Jeff Loeb of Marvel used to say, hashtag everything is connected, which he had to sort of like take back because then like they realized that they couldn't tie the Netflix stuff into the Marvel <laughs> universe stuff. It was just like too hard. It's like too difficult, so he stopped saying yeah. it. it um, like
0: mostly everything's connected. Yeah. But
1: <laughs> but, but yeah, I guess it's very genre specific. It's like mm-hmm. it's like comic book related, or it's like or again, genre when people talk about, like, genre literature, mm-hmm. or, like, in, in a lot of media, when people talk genre, it's typically, like, science fiction. It's, like, fantasy. Yeah. It's, like, horror. Um, it's, it's in all of these, like... um The Conjuring, I think, was, like, The Nun. You know that scary Nun movie?
0: I may mean, not have heard of it. Obviously, obviously, I think it's I part of, like, it. The Conjuring,
1: like, universe or something. <laughs> okay. It's, like, part of, like, a cinematic horror m- universe. But no one... There's no
0: rom-com I mean, universe?
1: There's no... There's, like, yeah. Like, that's a specific yeah. genre that doesn't sort of, like have that doesn't have that and mm-hmm. here's the thing it's time for me to bring it up i work as a proofreader at harlequin
2: <laughs> what and
1: <laughs> and sometimes we'll read a book and they'll keep referencing all of these other characters as if we should know them and then mm-hmm. you realize that it's part of a series
2: okay okay and
1: all these characters have already been introduced yeah and then i think when you bring up the fact that relationships can develop over the course of time right Mm-hmm. you know typically things aren't so neat where they're like one and done whatever yeah i think it would be cool to have like what if what if selfie or like the story of specifically henry higgs henry higgs and too. eliza dooley yeah starts in one movie and ends in a second movie but but the first movie culminates in someone else's wedding do you know what i mean
0: Okay. Okay. So they're like side characters in exactly. another movie, and then mm-hmm. they get their own movie.
1: But hmm. but they're but they're sort of like their conflict and their relationship with one another is seated in.
0: Okay. And yeah. then
1: sort of like comes to, it's yeah, I think I said culmination already, but in a different film. I just oh. I think that there's a lot of promise huh. in that.
0: Interesting. Hmm. I still feel like, you know, if you want a rom com, you have to. St- start at the beginning of it you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like i think you wouldn't want to try to like hop in in the middle of it but i feel like there's definitely potential there where like yeah henry and eliza are just sort of both connected in some way to a different couple from a different movie so you like get a sense of their personality quirks and stuff like that so you're coming into their movie already familiar with like Oh, Eliza's like this. We know that, and Henry's like this. We know that. So you don't have to spend a lot of time building in their character.
1: What if the first movie is like Henry is is like there's there's this other guy at KinderCare Pharmaceuticals, and he's like Henry's best friend or like uh, work.
0: That that guy from episode one that we never see. Compatriot.
1: Again. not that guy because I don't like him. A different <laughs> well, guy. <fine. laughs> but he he's the salesperson. He's sort of like the lead salesperson. Okay. And as that rom com rom com a sort of mm-hmm. progresses he becomes involved with someone else maybe I, they don't necessarily work at, kind- at Kindercare pharmaceuticals it's he is sort of like training his replacement eliza Dooley, who oh. comes in
0: okay yeah. and then
1: he obviously marries someone else and then leaves the company and so that and provides a space for eliza to become the new salesperson and sort of sets the groundwork for yes. rom-com b
0: And I feel like that automatically sets up a tension because, like, if Henry's best friend in the office was the salesperson who left, he's going to, like, sort of resent Eliza for being, like, not his best friend. But also kind of be like, oh, maybe I can make her my new
1: friend, you know, Mm -hmm. like, my new office And also, like, I, ah, okay, I want to get, sorry, there's just, I just, he's he's like, oh, she's never, she's, she's going to do poorly. She's not going to do well. She's not, she doesn't have, like, what it takes. And then she's, like, outselling this other guy.
0: Yes, yes. And I could see Henry's character being established the whole time because he would be, like, the realistic guy who's probably, like, making this guy doubt himself, you know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm, whoever the first guy is, you know, he'd be like, oh, well, you have to really, whatever he says in this episode, like, you know, think about the liabilities and stuff like that. Like, we kind of get that side of him already. We'd be like, oh, yeah, he's the rational friend, which would make a rom-com with him in it even more interesting because he'd be like, what, that guy was, like such a yeah, bummer that, like, you know <laughs> stuffy,
1: yeah by the book yeah mm-hmm.
0: man i really like this every time we talk about these i'm like i just want to be able to like watch this movie if only but right, i don't want to like a limited make it <laughs> budget <and> yeah
1: <laughs> the, the ear of hollywood
0: yeah hmm anyway yeah i like that idea a lot
1: i'm gonna gonna get at least two of my friends to listen to this episode <laughs> so that i can then talk to them about it later
0: yeah yeah please do <laughs> Do you have anything else we want? I feel like we haven't talked that much about this actual episode, but that's okay.
1: Let's briefly discuss this HR guy. Raj. Raj. Raj works him? in HR. Raj is also is Raj not the character in Big Bang Theory? <laughs>
0: um, I feel like it is. Yeah. The name okay. of him, you mean?
1: The name of him, correct? Not yeah. the same actor. I, de- I, I definitely know that. not the same actor. <laughs> the actor in Big Bang Theory, I wish I remembered his name. Shows up in an episode of The Mindy Project, but, like, so cleaned up. And so, like, like he's wearing, like, form-fitting clothing, and, like, his hair looks really good. I did not recognize him even a little bit. I was like, who is this huh. hot dude? Like, who is this... <laughs> he's just... Who's this, like, tall glass of water? And it turned out it was the same guy. Anyway, um, oh. I want to talk about him because I think he is an interesting tertiary character. He's not... Okay. Um. He's not Larry. He's not mm-hmm. Joan. Or, mm-hmm. um... Or, yeah, that's it. Or he's not either <laughs> of those characters.
2: <laughs> Sam.
1: But I like the idea of him being someone who has to keep tabs on relationships within the company.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So I am going to... just I'm asking you again. What do you... So, yeah. Selfie keeps on going. What... How does Raj crop up again?
0: Hmm. Okay, I mean, in my... Like, first thing that comes to my mind is I could see if henry and eliza started dating i would think that henry would feel the need to check in with raj like all the time about it
1: there we go so it
0: would kind of like give us insight into their relationship because henry would be like and now this is happening and like almost treating raj like it's like his therapist or something like that like what do you think this means when she does that and stuff like that so i could see that and raj the whole time would just be like you don't have to tell me any of this
1: here's how i see that episode going okay (laughs) Eliza is very physically affectionate, so she like maybe just like she like pats him on the rear when she like walks by him, and he's like, Eliza, like this is like this is a workplace, and yeah. then he has to like go talk to Raj about it. And Raj <laughs> yeah. is like, well, you know, it's not like great, but it's not like it's not that bad. So you know, just chill out a little bit. Yeah. She like maybe like bumps, hip checks him, and it's just like this whole thing, and it's like just all this goes back and forth. And I think what has to happen is that Eliza and Henry have to have sex in the office. <laughs> And then, and then it's just like, you know, it's just sort of like, they keep, they're so far from crossing the line, and then they ultimately end up crossing the line.
0: Okay. (laughs) And then Henry has to talk to Raj about it, probably. Or not. Or that's when Henry stops talking to Raj about it.
1: (laughs) Maybe Eliza talks to Raj about it.
0: Maybe. Raj is kind of, he's kind of a funny character, because I feel like every time he's in an episode, it's like only for a tiny bit, but you like, definitely know his role in the company.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. It's very strong.
0: You're like, ah, yep, he's that guy.
1: I'm really, I, I would love to have another workplace comedy to watch that wasn't, that's not The Office.
0: Mm-hmm. Parks and Rec.
1: Well, no, because Parks and Rec wasn't like a corporate office, okay. you know? but it's still it a workplace, a, but anyway. I would, say, yeah. I would say Parks and Rec is like very loosely a workplace comedy. Okay. My friend and I, we have a water cooler in our office, and it sure. has one of those little things that says like, number of like plastic water bottles saved from like landfills or whatever. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's a little ticker. And it was at like nine thousand nine hundred and ninety nine, so she like I, I was like oh I just got water like I couldn't like tip tip it over to the next one and so my friend was like oh my water bottle's empty so she went over and I got out of my cubicle and I like scurried over, and we like watched as it went to like ten thousand and we like we like cheered a little bit, um, and that's like. <laughs> the that most very like <laughs> officey, you know like the office sort that of that is
0: very one. officey. yeah it's wow. just
1: like the min- the mundanity of you know the modern workplace
0: yeah i don't know i i worked in one office for uh three weeks i attempt at my sister's office and i told probably too many people that working there felt like i was going on a field trip because i've only ever worked in schools other than that and they were all like mm, cool story like, this is our whole life. And I'm like, oh, right. Yeah. Anyway. I,
1: I told my friend today, I was a different friend, I was like, I'll probably be here when that water cooler hits 20,000. And How I does was that make you feel? filled with existential dread.
0: Yeah. Wow.
1: Anyway, this has been <laughs> a podcast about selfie.
0: <laughs> yeah, let's just end on existential dread. Anyway, this has been an episode of Self-Evaluation, a podcast about existential dread in the workplace, and also Selfie.
1: <laughs> please stay tuned for the outro. <laughs> hey, listeners. You listened to what I thought was a very enjoyable episode. Yeah. If you have thoughts about intertwined romantic comedies, mm-hmm. sort of the with continuity, with narrative connectivity, please tweet at us and let us know what you think.
0: Yeah, please do. That is at selfievalepod on Twitter.
1: You can also shoot us an email at SelfieValuationPodcast at com.
0: Has anyone ever sent us an email? Do you ever check do that email? Sh- I thought you
1: checked it. No. <laughs> I'm going to check as soon as this episode is over.
0: <laughs> okay. Yeah. I, didn't even, I don't even know what the password is. I, well, maybe I do. Maybe you emailed it to me.
1: Uh, it's probably the same password you use, we use for everything. <laughs> okay. Almost certainly. Okay. Um, also, you are listening to our podcast, so you found it somehow. But subscribe. Congratulations. Yeah. Uh, We're on iTunes, we're on Google Play, Stitcher, we're on all the stuff.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Also, also, if you like this podcast, go to iTunes and leave us a five-star review.
0: Yeah, that'd be nice.
1: Beth will read it. Beth will read the review. She definitely 100% will.
0: Unless I don't want to. Then I won't. Yeah, that's it. So Mm -hmm. tune in next week.
1: Next Tuesday, specifically. Next
0: Tuesday. Episode 11 is called Perestroika.
1: Perestroika?
0: Perestroika.
1: Which is Greek for...
0: Uh, It is Russian, I think.
1: Oh, man.
0: For the policy or practice of restructuring or reforming the economic and political system.
1: All right. So riveting episode next week. Yeah. Come back next Tuesday. We will be here. We are Self-Evaluation.
0: Were we going to do that like in unison? Do it again. Okay. (laughs) We are
1: are Self-Evaluation. Nailed it.